Good morning, dear listeners. We are here, like Bezrat Hashem, every week. Now we, in the summertime, uh, we are talking to those people that are stay with us in Brooklyn and those people that listen on the app or in the phone. I would like to thank uh, Radio J. Root for the opportunity to deliver Divrei Torah and uh, Rani Yaakov that he is doing a beautiful, beautiful job over here that uh, he gave all his Mesirut Nefesh to the radio station and Bezrat Hashem, he should get all the Berachot and for sure Nisim and all what he's done over here, it's uh, something uh, really unbelievable because I'm going around and I see how people enjoy and get Chizuk. I could speak on myself and uh, I uh, don't know about others, but I know what people are telling me. And Bezrat Hashem, Naseven Atzliach, Hashem, Bezrat Hashem will help us to continue and grow in Torah more and more. Amen. We are in uh, holding in this week parasha in Parashat Pinchas, which it's Pinchas situation, it's we have to focus and to understand what was going on over there, what we could learn from that, and how we could improve our Maasim on a daily basis. That we try to give every week some insight from the parasha that we could take to our life and to be mitchazek from this during our life that's our purpose to come to this world is to change, to grow in Torah and Irat Shamaim because after 120 Everyone will be in Bedin Shalmala and Akadosh Baruch Hu will demand from us and ask us what we did in this world, how we improve, and we all want to, Bezrat Hashem, to have an answer for this day. The person that is putting effort all his life on Torah and beating the Yetzirah and fighting with the Yetzirah, in the end, in the last day, he will, will laugh. He will enjoy that he was really succeeding in this world and didn't let the Yetzirah to fight with him and to win him and that's what we're trying to do every week, to learn a different point, different angle on how we could fight against the Yetzirah and to grow and to have success and to be zocheh to vatishchak liyom acharon, that in the end of the life we should, Bezrat Hashem, will be besimcha, that we know that we did all our effort, l'chvod Hashem 
פנחס בן אלעזר בן אהרון הכהן, the pasuk says. The pasuk is giving us all the list of the names of the פנחס, father and grandfather, and it's a little bit, have a question of why the Torah is to repeat. In the last week parasha, we just mentioned it, a few psukim back, when the Torah described the action of Pinchas, that he killed Zimri, because Zimri had the terrible sin to marry, to take Kozbi Batsur, that she was in Aramit, she, the Gemara says, and Pinchas did the halacha. What is the halacha? Very unique halacha. Kol ha-boel aramit kanain pogin bo. It's very unique halacha that we don't find anywhere almost, that if someone had any relation with aramit, with goya, in the time of the action, is permitted to anyone to kill him. When he's done, after he's not allowed to touch him. Only in the time of the Avera. And also very unique that if the guy that's doing the Avera wants to fight back and wants to kill the guy that come on him, he is not Chayav the murder. He has Reshut, he could if he wants to rebel. We don't find it anywhere. If someone deserves any punishment, he could rebel, he could fight back. But here we find very something interesting that there is a certain punishment that is only done when it's the Avera is being done, but after you're not allowed to do anything to this guy. Aboel Aramit, if somebody is doing this action, Kanain Pogimbo, if somebody is Kanai, if somebody is really care about Borei Olam and the Kavod, only he could do it. If somebody is not Kanai, or he made himself Kanai, is not allowed to do it. That's why Pinchas, that the Torah said about him, that he was Bekanoit Kinati, he was really Kanai, really was jealous for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if it's a right translation, that he is wanted that respect of Hashem will not, that people will not be mezalzel, people will not disgrace the name of Hashem. So he came and he did the action. We find another two cases in all the Torah Kula that there is the same rule. The Gemara in Masechet Sanhedrin says the three Averot, there is this rule that Kanain Pogimbo, that someone could do and take an action and kill the guy, even though after you're not allowed to kill him. And what are the three? One of them we mentioned in this week's parasha. The other one says the Mishnah, Amekalel Bakosem. What does it mean, Amekalel Bakosem? We never heard about such an Avera. 
if somebody learned Masechet Sanhedrin over there, the Gemara said, if somebody, chas v'shalom, he is cursing Borei Olam with the name of Avodah Zarah, if in the time that he is doing it, if somebody see him, he could kill him on the spot. Kanain pogimbo. And the third thing is, the Mishnah says over there, Hagonev clay sharet. If someone stealing clay sharet, the clay beta mikdash, the kelim of the beta mikdash, if somebody steal it, also he has this rule, Kanain pogimbo. So we have three averot. That this, there is this special rule that you're allowed to kill the guy in the time of action of the Avera. One of them is a Boel Aramit, someone have a relation with Goya. Second one, if someone cursing Bore Olam. And the third one is somebody stealing the Kelim of the Beta Mikdash. Those three, there is something unique in all of them that we have to understand why only these three from all the Torah. We don't find anywhere by Avodah Zarah, by Chilul Shabbat. There is a Bitat Bedin, but you have to take the guy to the court, to the Bedin, and you have to bring your witnesses, and you have to do all, all process till the guys belong to be dead, and he has to be to go to Beta Sekila. However, here we find that what? The guy could take the law to his hand and kill him right away. These three things. What's about these three things that is unique? That Kanain Pogainbo. So we have to understand, and I give you an example from America, United States of America. Over here, there is many laws, many chukim, many rules that the state is not so strict with them. But there is things that the law are very strict. One of them, for example, is if somebody attacking a police officer, a cop, if somebody will kill a regular person, it's not the same if he's chas v'shalom, God forbid, will kill a police officer. Over there is much more strict. Also, we know that America are very strict with immigration. They're very strict with the taxes. They're very strict with the flag that you're not allowed to misbehaving why in these things the law of America are very strict because those things are represent the malchut represent the country police officer is represent the law and once you going against the most high level the law himself, you're going against it, the someone that represent the country over there, we are going to be very strict. Because he's damaging 
the shilton, you're damaging the memshala, the government. You're causing zilzul. You're causing that people will not have a right fear for the government and from the country and from the court. And you embarrass the judge, very strict. Same thing by our Torah. If someone mechalel Shabbat, or somebody eat pig, chas v'shalom, chazir, or if somebody eat basar bechalav, it's a terrible averot. But there is averot that damaging the holy of the Jewish people, the holiness of the Kedusha of the Jewish, what once is damaging the Torah are very strict because the Kedusha, the Yehudi is very holy. And the Bet HaMikdash is very holy. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is most holy. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. And if someone is cursing Borei Olam, Chas V'Shalom, he's damaging the Malchut, the Kedusha of Borei Olam. And that's he deserve to get killed on the spot. If somebody is stealing from Bet HaMikdash, he's seeing a nice spoon, he's taking it, gold spoon, he deserves to be killed on the spot because he's damaging the Kedusha of Bet HaMikdash. And if somebody is married to Goya, he is damaging the Kedusha of the Jewish people. He is causing zilzul. He is causing that Tum'ah to the Jewish person. So we have Kedusha of the Jews that if somebody damaging it, he deserves to get killed. We have the Kedusha of the Bet HaMikdash and they have the Kedusha of Borei Olam. In these three things, the Gemara says, Kanain Pogimbo. If somebody is really Kanai, could kill the person on the spot. Why? Because once you're damaging the most important thing of Am Israel, the Kedusha of Am Israel, that's most horrible thing that could be. And over there, the Torah are very strict. With Yosef, he, with Eshet Potiphar, if he will destroy his Kedusha, his name was going to be erased from the Choshen, from the heart of the Kohen Gadol. All the 12 tribes will be on the stones, but Yosef will not be there. He will not be in Kodesh HaKodeshim because he damaged his Kedusha. But since he was strong to be and fight against the Yetzer Ara with Eshet Potiphar, that's why he zocheh to be on the Lev Aaron, on the heart of Aaron HaKohen, and to go inside of the Kodesh HaKodeshim. When the Kohen Gadol goes, he goes with Bigdel Avan, but inside the, the Kedusha of the Bet HaMikdash, he was zocheh to be in the most ha- Kadosh place on the level of Aaron. However, we have to understand, Moray Rabotai, that every action that a person is doing in this world will cause 
to his son and grandson and grand-grandson to behave in the same way. And I want to explain. Pinchas, the Torah says, Ben Elazar, Ben Aaron Cohen. Why the Torah mention again, we ask? The Rashi over there says, because all the tribes says to him, what you coming and you canai and you do an action and you kill Pinchas and you kill Zimri. What what Pinchas you what, what what your story? Look about your grandfather. Your grandfather was Itro. He was doing Avodah Zarah. Now you come and, and you become big big tzaddik. Says the Torah Ben Aaron Cohen. He's not the son. He's not the grandson of Itro. He's the grandson of Aaron Cohen. What does it mean of it? What is she telling us? What's the difference? Who is your grandfather? Your action was good or not good? What are they telling me? Who you was grand grandson? Who cares about who was your grandson, grandfather? Doesn't make any difference. Who is your grandfather? What Pinchas did was right or wrong? No, they're telling me, telling him, Pinchas, your grandfather was Baal Avera. Okay, so what I should do? We know from all the Gemara and Chazal that every action that a person is done in this world will influence his kids and grandson and grandson to all the generation. And it's something very scary to understand that we have such a, such a power when a person do good deed is that it will be influenced to all the generation. And I will give you an example. Rachel Imenu. She was keeping quiet when Lavan changed Rachel with Leah. She was keeping quiet. She didn't say anything. And the opposite. She gave the sign to her sister. She didn't say anything. She was quiet. And said the Gemara, since she did such an action, her son, Binyamin, was behaving in the same way. Her son, Binyamin, was quiet for 22 years. When the brother sold Yosef to Mitzrayim, Binyamin knew all about it. But he was keeping quiet. He didn't say anything for 22 years. Imagine... A person knows some such a big secret and he be able to keep quiet. Today, if somebody knows any news more than everyone else, he's already telling everybody, I know it's going to be like this. Israel will talk in Iran soon. He knows everything. He's telling all the secrets. Because once you know a secret, you're happy to tell it to people. But Binyamin was keeping quiet 22 years. Why? Because Rachel Imenu was she was keeping quiet. Who came from Binyamin? When Binyamin came, Shaul, Shaul Amelech, the king Shaul, when Kadosh Baruch Hu gave him the Melucha, the Pasuk says that Shaul was keeping quiet. He came home, he didn't tell anyone that he is a king. He kept quiet. 
Till people will find out. He will not say the news even though he is a king. Who came from Shaul HaMelech? Esther. Lo higida Esther amar muladeta ki mordechai tziva alea sherlot agid. From Esther come also the quiet. We see the generation. One action that Rachel did was going all through her generation till Esther Amalka. Because when you do a good action, it's going to influence that your kids will do the same thing. And I don't say it. The Sefer Ruach Haim from Rab Chaim Ivolojin on Pirkei Avot, he says this Chidush. He asks a question. Why the Mishnah listed Asara Dorot Minoach Ve'ad Avraham? The first Mishnah. Second Mishnah, the Mishnah says Asara Nisyonot, the ten test Nitnasa Avraham Avinu. Why the Mishnah all of a sudden stuck the word Avinu? In the first Mishnah, when we discuss the generation, doesn't mention Avinu, says Avraham. Whenever we come to the test of Avraham, he says Avraham, Avinu. Why he says Avinu? Says Rab Chaim Volojin that every test of Avraham Avinu was causing the generation after to behave in the same way. That's what he's called Avraham Avinu when he discusses the test of Avraham. And he says, says Rab Chaim Volojin, you see through the generations, people, that not so G'dole Torah, simple people, simple Jews, if there is such a thing, not Bekim in all the Torah, but willing to give the life from Borei Olam, to die on Kiddush Hashem. They tell the guy, where it Chazir, I kill you. He says, kill me. We know many stories in the Holocaust, not, not 100 years ago. Recently, that people will, was be able to go and to grab a sidur and to put the life in dangerous just for saying a Kaddish, just for pray to Hashem from sidur, just for light the Ner Hanukkah on the Holocaust. They do million things to take the oil, to eat matzah, million stories. Where all this come from, the ability to give you life from Borei Olam? Since Avraham Avinu did one action of Akedat Yitzchak, of Ur Kasdim, that he was willing to go into the fire, not to bend out Avodah Zarah, says Rab Chaim Ivoloj in this action, cause that in his son and grandson and grand-grandson through all the generation, we have certain power that we come to Borei Olam, we're willing to give the life for mitzvah. For whatever it's need to be done, you see a person that is not the biggest makpid in all the Torah. He's not the biggest makpid on etilat yadaim or birkat amazon on pray shaharit mincha and arvit. But when you come to situation, he will do all the effort not to listen to the goy, not to do something against Boralam, even he will take his life. 
that we find by simple Jews. Where these kochot come from? They come from Avraham Avinu. The Gemara in Masechet Gitin brings down the famous story of Chana Veshivat Banea. When the Chana gave up all the kids and the king killed them one after the other since they didn't want to bend down to the Avodah Zarah. When the last kid came, the last kid after she lost Chana, she lost six kids. The last one, the baby, the king told him, I'm going to throw the handkerchief on the floor. You just pick it up. But you pick it up, you bend down to the Avodah Zarah. The kid says, I will not do it. You respect yourself, and I respect Borei Olam much more so. And I will die. If you want to kill me, kill me. And the king says, go and kill the, this, this boy. And Hana requests from the kid, give me just one minute with him. And before this boy was about to get killed, she kissed him. And she hugged him and she told him, when you Neshama will go up to Shamayim, go in front of Avraham Avinu and tell Avraham Avinu, you sacrifice one kid, I sacrifice seven kids. Please tell it to Avraham Avinu. And she kissed him and hugged him and he went and they killed him as all his brothers. What What she mean by this? Tell Avraham Avinu, you sacrifice one, I sacrifice seven. What she try to say over here? She told the boy, tell Avraham Avinu, that since you was sacrifice one son, I was be able, because I'm your grand-grandson, I was be able to do such an action above the all nature, above everything of this world, to do such a thing, to give up seven kids for Borei Olam, that I was be able to do it, since you did one action of sacrifice, one son, and these roots of the good deed that you, that you did to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's with our heart on every Jew, and that's why I was be able to do it. So you see something unbelievable. And says Roach Haim, the Rab Chaim Evolojin, from this you see that every action that you used to do, it's going to be in your kids beteva. It's going to be in the nature of your kids. It did not to be so much work because you did the job already. If you're big in chesed, your kids will be the big in chesed too because they have the root already of chesed in their neshama. They just need a little bit of work. Whatever you as the parents doing, your kids and your grand-grandkids will be the same. And when you take upon yourself something, it's not only you. It's going to cause everyone till Beat Mashiach will come from you will behave in the same way. One time, Arav Mibrisk, someone came over to him and told him, you know, 
I saw your son doing very horrible action, something with achzariyut, something not nice. It wasn't nice to other person. The Rabbi Brisk told this, this guy, can't be. Impossible. You have a mistake. It's not my son. It's someone else. You know how I know it? Because my father, says the Briskerav, Rab Chaim Ibrisk, my father, he was such a Baal Chesed and such kind to every simple Jew. And he was so much giving from himself to the other, it's impossible that he will have grandson that will do such an action of achzariyut and not nice to other people. Because my father, he has the biggest chesed in the world. His house was open for all the Jews, literally open. Everyone that wants come open the door without any invitation, coming to the house, open the fridge, take food, eat on the table, Use the, the beds, sleeping on the beds. He told him, Rab Chaim, my father once came to my to the house and someone was sleeping on his bed. Some poor guy, and he says, Don't wake him up. He was the rabbi of the city. His house was like train station. He giving his food, he giving everything. When he gets salary festival, he gives to the tzedakat all the anim, like he gets like one ani. Today you see people that if you're blocking and you go by mistake, one inch more than you're supposed to, is already making big deal. They're not even the house. But they're screaming what you did because you feel everything belongs to you. Rab Chaim, you're used to think everything not belong to me. Everything belongs to the other. And that's why when some guy came over to him and told him, Rab Chaim, I want to stay by your house another three days. I hear a week and I want to stay another three days. Rab Chaim told him, I, in my house for 20 years, no one tell me to go. So you are the same thing. My house is your house, is the same thing, it's not mine. Nothing is mine. Everything belongs to Borei Olam. You think from this grandfather will come a kid that will do such an action? Impossible. And they find out it really was a different kid. Because when the father did such an actions, the kid will behave the same thing. He has this root in his, in his mind, in his brain. That's why Avraham Avinu called Avraham Avinu when they come to the 10 test. Because he put this root in our life. And that's why when they're choosing a wife from Yitzchak, he says, Lo don't marry a woman from the Knani because those people are mushchatim. They have a bad midot. My grandson will be like them. Like we find by the Mekalel, the one that cursed Hashem. Who was his father, the Goy? The Mary, the, the, had a relationship with Shlomit Badivri, come from this guy that in the end up to curse Hashem. Like we find in Ben Soreh Rumore, the Torah says, how Ben Soreh come to the world? Because you marry Eshet Yefat Torah. You marry a Goya. You give you permission to marry Goya. Look what you're going to end up. Because the roots of the Midot Traot will go to the kids. And also, if you do a bad things, 
is also will go to the kids in the same thing. Like we find very interesting by Tamar when when Tamar gave birth she had twins one of them stick his hand outside they put on him a small bad thread she tied to his hand and then he took his hand back and then Peretz, Ma Paratz, Talecha Peretz, the other twin came out first, and then came out Zarach, the second one, with a, with a thread on his hand. He was a sticking hand outside, then the first baby came in, then the second baby with the hand, Zarach, came out. But he sticks the hand outside. And the Midrash tell us who came, who was a grand-grandson of this Zerach that stick his hand outside early, said the Midrash, Achan, in the time of Yoshua, Shema'al Bacherem, that sticks his hand and took the cherem that Hashem says you're not allowed to take, they're not allowed to touch anything from the money. When they capture the city, Hashem says you're not allowed to touch anything. But the one guy, his name was Achan, they took without permission that he liked over there some aderet chinari clothing, some piece of gold, some gold coins, few things that he liked. He didn't listen to Borea Olam and he take his hand and steal it. Says the Midrash, you know this nature where he's come from? It's come from Zerach. His grand-grandfather, he sticks his hand outside early. His grand-grandson behave in the same way. So, by Averot is the same thing. If someone is not ready and is behaving in not in the good way and he has some avera that he keep doing, this will influence the kids in the same way. And they will grow up, they will do, they're going to have this root of this avera. That's very important to know in our life. And I know people that they are not in the process of Chazara B'Tshuva, they're not 100%, but from other side, they wants to keep. It's a little bit mixed up. That's why we find people do Kiddush, go to pray, then do Averot, then go Mechalel Shabbat, then driving to the beach. they not sure what's going on. They do both ways. 
because they're really in the process and they're mixed up and they live like this for few years, sometimes 10 years. But when they're getting married and all of a sudden they're starting and having boy or girl, all of a sudden they start to think seriously. What I'm showing to my son if I mix up, I will mix up my son. I have to choose a direction. I have to decide what I am I. I'm doing a kiddush or I'm driving on Shabbat. I have to decide. And they start to feel that they have to give something to the kids. They can't mix up the kids. And they're choosing away because they feel the, the achrayut, responsibility for the next generation. But according to what we say now, it's much bigger. It's not just on what you decide to be, from or not from, what you decide to be in general, which chinuch, which education, which school you're going to send your kids. It's much bigger. According to what we learn now, that every action that you keep doing and you're not good with it, is going to be in the nature of your kids. It's going to be the nature of the grandson. And every action that you're good with is going to influence other generations. Even five, six, seven generations. They're connected to these roots like Avraham Avinu put in us. Avraham Avinu the Asara Nisyonot that he did put in the Jewish people so much of ability to stand in the Nisyonot, to be strong against the Yetzer Ara. You know, this week, a lot of people heard about the water. That was new for them, even though it's not new, it's Halakha written in Shulchan Aruch. But from a lot of people, they didn't have about such a thing that you're not allowed to drink water in a certain minute, and the rabbi makes it for an hour because... The Sakana in it, which brought down in the Halakha and Chamovadya, says you must keep it and you must tell people and you must announce it. There is many rabbis that argue, but there is such a Halakha, and I spoke with many rabbis, old rabbis, they told me they knew it and many years they're keeping it, but no one did from it, big deal. But this year, some rabbi in Israel decided to tell everybody it was good that make people knowledge there is such a thing you want to rely on the rabbi that says it's okay you know okay but if you want to be machmir it's there is a way to be machmir and there is many alachot the water what's going to be are you allowed to drink if you put metal inside it's okay because there is some angel they're not there in this time and we explain to it that there is one minute Wednesday that you're not allowed to drink water what last Wednesday in the morning in Israel it was afternoon and people took it and seriously behaving it like Torah Min Hashamayim and it was nice to see well, it's right a few people make joke from it but most of the people that I had the discussion most of the people that asked me the halacha question they behave very seriously. And Tmimut. And it says in the Halakha 
He said in Shulchan Aruch, we don't make fun of it. We're getting and we're becoming and we listen bitmimut. Where this coming for this tamim tiyeim Hashem Elokecha, those people that listen and behaving according to what you're telling them exactly. They don't think that they are smarter than all the rabbis. Where this come from? If not from the Avraham Avinu, he was zoche to such an emunah in Borei Olam that he, this emunah was penetrated to all the people throughout the generation. That when the rabbi says, don't drink water because some angel is not there now, people listen. So nice to see. The Gemara says, somebody eat fish and meat together. Sakana. Many goim eat fish and meat together and nothing happened to them. But we believe that is dangerous. And if it's written in the Gemara, it's dangerous. Even we don't see, there is a difference between going to Jew and even by Jew there is a difference. Also, don't eat peeled onion overnight. Don't eat open eggs overnight. Many sakanot that it's written in the Gemara. Something under the bed. People listen and follow it because we have emunah that whatever the halacha says we have to keep even if we don't understand. That's emunah b'ashem. That's tmimut. That's tmimut ha-nechona. The right behaving. Those people that philosophy and they make all kind of question against Borei Olam, they have to check according who was the grandfather, who was the father. Maybe they not belong to the Jewish nation. If they have a kefirah, they have something against Borei Olam. We have to choose. You have to check where it's coming from, because in the nature of the Jews, the Bnei Avraham Avinu, they have such an emunah in Borei Olam, even by mistake. The Bet Yosef wrote that you're not allowed to eat milk with fish and the some hold his mistake by copying by the somebody that used to copy the Sfarim of the Bet Yosef as no printing machine and he made the mistake instead of meat with fish he wrote milk with fish but says the Ben Ishchai says it's written and we're not sure if it's a mistake even if we don't find in all the Gemara such in Isur, but since it's written in the Bet Yosef, we have to follow it. Even if it's something new the Bet Yosef made up and we don't see it anywhere. Could be he, was, he had a kavanah for it. Could be his mistake. We don't know. Even though many rabbis say it's a mistake, mistake or not mistake, we listen to the Bet Yosef. We don't eat fish with milk. There is some custom in it, I'm not saying, but Bet yourself said something, could be by mistake, we all listen, and we don't do it, where is this coming from? If not from the Emunat Mima. But we have to understand that some people are not nice, and using the Emunat Mima of the people to do whatever they want with them, and that's people have to be smart. Not to be 
going after everyone, they're telling you what you have to do, that I'm amazed to see sometimes the people have a, a certain suffer, suffering tzarot, and from the tzarot you could do something which that it's not true according to what you believe. We have to go with the mesorah of what was done. No one could create anything new. And if you see a rabbi that telling you, listen, give me your birthday and your father's name, and in one second I will tell you exactly what you have to change. This is somebody that using the temimut of the people to fool them and to put them and to abuse them and to let them to think that he could be Poel Yeshuot. We don't find such a thing in everywhere in Halakha. We don't find anything like this. And it's not such a thing only by big, big, big tzaddikim that no one knows about them. No one is sitting in radio station and telling you what your father name, what your mother name, right away you will know everything about you, that you have a problem of caste, you have a problem of this, what kind of thing it is. We never fight on the thing. And should not listen to this because it's all nonsense. We have to follow the halakha, the rabbis, the get ish mi pi ish for Moshe Rabbeinu. Something with that written in the sefarim. No kosmim, no mechashfim. All these things, all the rabbis through the generation was screaming on it. The Rav Shach used to tell people, be far away from such a behaving. Be far away from it. And, Moray Rabotai, we have to be tamim tiei Moshem Elokecha. But the tmimut has to be tmimut la'avodato itbarach. Not to tell and not to give any think from your own and to listen and to think that everyone is kohot and to be able to tell you what your solution is no easy way. It's no easy way in the Torah. If you have something, you have to work on it and you have to change and you have to listen, go to Rabbi, speak with him for 20 minutes, half an hour. You could go to Tzadik to ask Beracha. But Temimut Amitit, Le'avodatoit Barach. But we see the Temimut Amitit that people has to Bore Olam, that was be able to do so much thing, to listen to the Halakha, to the right way, and to listen to Bore Olam, whatever he says to do, such a beautiful thing to see. And this coming from the generation from Avraham Avinu. That's why he called Avraham Avinu. And we have to know, Morai Verabotai, whatever we do, be very careful because it's going to be end up in your kids and your grandson and grand-grandson, even from Rachel Imenu till Esther Malka. This nature of tzniut, of quietness was keeping and everything will be kept. If we do good, Be'ezrat Hashem, like Rab Chaim Ivolojin says, it's going to be in the nature of our kids and they have just to work a little bit on it. 
And that's why the Pasuk says, Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron. Don't think he did it because he's grandson of Yitro. His roots from Aaron caused him to do because these pure things that he do for Avodat Hashem, for giving Kanaut to Bore Olam and to running and to save the Jewish people from big death and Magefa. And because of this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu reward Pinchas and stop the death and give him such a beracha that from Pinchas came, he became a Kohen, and he was Zoche to 380 Kohanim coming from him, because he was Zoche for it. 300 from Mikdash Shani and 80 from Mikdash Rishon, all of them coming from Pinchas. And that's what you do, one action good. Look what's going to end up. Be'ezrat Hashem, Borei Olam, will give us the strength to listen to Borei Olam and to do good things, בעזרת השם ולסידורות ישרים אמן כן יהי רצון